Hi, I'm Sophia Ortiz, and welcome to the Well and Worthy podcast. This podcast is a journey where we step into our power, up our wellness game, and uncover our worth so that we can show up as our best selves every damn day. I'm so excited to talk about all things body, mind, and soul while learning true self-love along the way. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited y'all are here. Um, My name is Sophia Ortiz. I'm your host. If you have not listened before, welcome. If you have listened before, welcome back to Well and Worthy. Um, This week, I am a little bit sick. I don't know if you can tell by my voice. Been a little under the weather. I don't know. Maybe it's just allergies. Hard to tell. I am mid a very stressful move. I appreciate y'all's like flexibility with my timing of my episodes and how hectic the past two weeks have been with spring break and uh, midterms. Stuff with college is crazy, but y'all know you're you're in the same boat with me. I'm pretty sure. Um, this week's topic is we're going to talk about religion and spirituality and the blurry line in between because this topic I feel like dominates a lot of our day-to-day, a lot of maybe what you see on like TikTok with spiritual practices and how they're sometimes trends and how we've grown up with religion probably dominating a lot of what we do um, in our families, and our home lives. I'm, I'm sure it's not just me, but I wanted to start by talking about what what is religion versus spirituality because I feel like the two can be kind of confusing and their overlap can also be a little bit confusing. Um, Religion, as most of you know, is like a specific set of organized beliefs and practices and psychology today says it's usually shared by a community or group, whereas spirituality is, you know, that individual practice that has to do more with having a sense of peace and of purpose and, you know, relates to the process of like developing your own beliefs around the meaning of life and connection with others, connection with God or connection with, you know, creative source. Um, and I want to start this episode also by saying that everything I say in this podcast is my personal opinion, and this is a safe space for anyone to listen. It does not matter who you are, where you come from at all, period. This is for anybody who wants to listen, and I'm so excited that every single one of you is here. Um, so a metaphor that helped me understand religion and spirituality and that, you know, how they kind of intersect, um, I had a I feel like I keep bringing up my high school priest, Father Michael, best, best dude ever. He helped me understand a lot of stuff um, in terms of like religion and my confusion with it. But the metaphor was, you know, religion is kind of like a game. It's like a soccer game where there's, you know, referees, there's rules, there's a lot of organization um, behind it. And this is often called like authoritarian spirituality as well. But it's you know specific and it's organized whereas kicking a soccer ball around on the field with your friends for fun is not as organized um unless you choose to make it organized right you can just go out there and kick a ball around and there's not going to be referees and flags and scoring and i think those are the primary difference between like concrete religion and concrete spirituality and I think that most of us, if you're if you're listening to this episode, you're probably a little bit like me. Um, a lot of us fall into that blurry in between that can be really confusing. We fall into the I'm playing soccer with my friends outside, and we're making up our own rules as we go. But we're incorporating some typical rules of soccer, 
but we're also not holding ourselves um, necessarily to all of the traditional rules. Um, and I think I want to share with y'all my background, my religious background and my story um, begins, you know, back home with Catholicism. I went to a Catholic high school. I loved it. it. I honestly, it was a beautiful place because I got very lucky. I had a school that was inclusive. It was an inclusive community um, and it was very open-minded. It wasn't one of those Catholic schools that like is well known for, you know, kind of keeping like keep your skirt this length and um, make sure you leave room for Jesus, like all the typical jokes. Um, we were not that kind of Catholic school. We were very open-minded. I got lucky and had a lot of um, open-minded experiences shared with me, a lot of really cool teachers that kind of did a, a really good job at connecting spirituality and religion for me, which I think was really lucky because it connected me with my Catholic roots in a way that did not make me hate um, the religion that I grew up with. Um, a lot of people that I have met are quick to associate religion with trauma or you know, with preconceived notions because, and who can blame them? Because they grew up in a space where the rules or like regulations of religion either make you feel out of place or disconnected from your authentic self. It's you know a lot of associations with homophobia or um, whatever it may be, not being welcoming of your lifestyle, of your choices, judgmental, a lot of that can be associated with religion sometimes. And this is often because we grow up as children or teenagers with families and within the rules of a religion where we are only focusing on the rules or the people around us are only focusing on the rules. Um, and this this creates a lot of, you know, bad negative associations with religion. Um, because who wants to be part of a club that is just judging you? Nobody. Um, but the thing is, religion really can be a beautiful thing. And the reason I think it's such a blurry line when it comes to religion and spirituality is because of the fact that, you know, everyone grows up with different backgrounds and people, people that I talk to will be like, oh yeah, like I'm spiritual. I, I'm just spiritual because they don't necessarily want people to have instant assumptions about them just because of maybe a religion they identify with or a religion that calls to them. And although everyone has like their own experiences with it, I think it is important to remember as well, assumptions are just that, right? They're assumptions. Um, and I like to think of religion like a club, you know, no two people in a club are the same and you can meet a really bigoted, close-minded, awful person. And then the next day, um, meet someone who's also in that religion, who's really open and loving. And although like religion can be tied to a lot of fundamental core beliefs, that's what turns a lot of people away. Um, that is valid, but you also need to focus on letting go of those preconceived notions to the best of your ability, um, just to understand that everyone has their own way of practicing. Everyone has their own soccer rules, if you will, um, whether or not you agree with them or whether or not you associate them with great things. Because same man, it's not always great. Um, religion can be a really traumatizing or hard thing to deal with. And organized religion really is just that. It's clubs um, for people to practice their spirituality. And, you know, I think that keeping an open mind and allowing everyone to practice like without judgment, no matter who they are, or, you know, what preconceived notions you have, will we'll allow for a space that's really non-judgmental in your own mind for whatever questions or curiosities you have about your own spirituality and about, you know, the ways you want to practice it. 
if you're like me, you, you probably consider yourself like spiritual or what I like to call a flexible Christian <laughs> or whatever the religion might be, you know, developing your own spiritual practice um, in this life, I believe is one of the most beautiful and important and wonderful things that you are going to be able to do. It is one of the greatest gifts of this life is that we get to develop our own spiritual practice, our own physical manifestation way of practicing the divine, of practicing the things that we cannot grasp as humans, but turning them into something that is a human form, turning them into something where we can practice them on this earth as little funny monkeys on a on a rock, because basically that's what humanity is. Um, but I think it's really cool that we get to take all of that intang all of those intangible notions, and turn them into into something beautiful and something we can practice. Um, and developing, you know, your own thing is is you know specific to the person. If you if you consider yourself, you know, already a spiritual person, that's amazing, and I'm super excited you're here. And if not, you know, it's exciting because you get to tap into your own spirit as you go through this life and you get to see how it relates with the physical world around you. Um, walking the blurry line of religion and spirituality to me is just kind of understanding that religion is just a group of people's preferred way to express their spirituality. And, you know, it's my belief that spirituality and religion have to go hand in hand. And this overlap confused me. It confused me for years. Um, but the people that you meet that are bigoted or close-minded but call themselves religious, the issue with them there is that they're just focusing on the rules of the soccer game. They don't have that spiritual backing. The spiritual backing is the part that can make religion so beautiful. It's the meat. It's what gives it its gusto. You know, you have to have that connection with God or source or whatever the God's not name might be depending on the religion. Um, in order for it to be an effective religion, um, because if you get so caught up in the rules, and I'm sure I'm, you know, I'm sure many of you have met people like this, where you're like, oh gosh, like, I don't want to be part of this religion if I associate it with just these awful rules of like, I can't date my girlfriend because they don't allow gay people, or like, I associate it with the rules of like, if you don't go to mass every Sunday, then you're going to hell. Um, a lot of these rules were just put in place for humans, funky little humans like us, to understand all these big spiritual concepts um, and to make them into something that we can actually do as humans. Because that's that's a really hard thing, right? Like Jesus or right now I'm, I'm using Christianity um, and Catholicism, my background in it as an example, because that's what I know best. Um, but for example, like Jesus came and taught all these teachings that people were like super confused by. Um, but he turned them into parables and he turned a lot of them into metaphors so that we could understand what the heck he's talking about because we're just humans and we don't really get it. Our brains are only so big. Um, and so when people are super obsessed with the rules of religion, you know, they're kind of missing the point. Um, they're, they're looking at the rules that are there to help us practice spirituality rather than actually looking at the love that is supposed to back religion. Um, and I think that that is key. It's key in understanding why organizing organized religion can be so frustrating for people who feel excluded, and I've been there. Um, but it's key in understanding why it can feel exclusive sometimes and where those exclusive people are really coming from. They've just lost sight of what's important. And I hope to create a blend for myself, and I hope each of you can create your own little unique blend 
of spiritual practice and religion or just spiritual practice or however it looks that makes you happy and makes you feel understood. Um, and nobody deserves to be excluded from anything. Um, but if you're looking to refine your own spiritual practice or build and explore, it's really important to start, drumroll please, from within, from within, just like everything that I talk about on this podcast, you got to start from within because that's that's our core value, right? You is fundamental to everything we do. Um, if you grew up with a religion that you identify with, maybe start by exploring that religion more. Maybe, you know, with youth groups or scripture studies, whatever like services your church offers that call to you, go through your church if that is what calls to you because churches offer a lot of great things that can help you, you know, discover more of yourself. Um, For me though, for example, I live in a constant state of confusion and chaos. Uh, No, just kidding, but yes. Um, I live in a constant state of like limbo where I find, you know, a beautiful expression of God in the Catholic church Um, but disagree with a lot of its teachings. So I'll go to mass to spend time with God, um, but don't necessarily, you know, like feel the need to connect it with the, to connect with the church any further. I also love to study the Bible in my own time because I believe in its teachings and I love to implement those teachings into my daily life and also integrate them with other forms of spiritual practices that I have tried and enjoyed and picked up on because they call to me and they connect me to God, to source, to creation. For example, meditation. You know, I say it, I say it all the time. Meditation. I know you probably hear people be like, meditate. And you're like, okay, can't be that great. You're sitting in a room still for 10 minutes. It's amazing, guys. Like, it's just, it's nice. It gives you a minute and it connects you with what's really important. And it really, really can help you stay grounded, not just in times of chaos, but also helping you practice gratitude and helping you appreciate the everyday little things. A great place to start with this is YouTube. Look up like little five-minute, ten-minute guided meditation. Um, there's one uh, YouTube channel called, I believe it's called Simple Meditations. I really like that one. Go check it out. Um, I also do prayer because I feel like I can talk to God in this way. And whether or not God is a big bearded man in the sky, which I don't necessarily connect with, um, I still believe God will be whatever we want God to be, um, and God will listen in whatever way we speak to God. Um, And this comes in so many forms. You know, for me, I like prayer. I like meditation. I have loved manifestation and connecting with my vision of my life and also offering it up to God and being like, do with my life what you please. Um, This is what I'm manifesting in my world, and it helps me to claim my own power within my spiritual practice. I also love scripting um, and also working with plants and crystals and yoga, like lots of physical manifestations of it. I think that exercise is a beautiful form of, you know, like spiritual movement. I I think all forms of exercise can be, um, but yoga is really great um, in that sense. And working with plants uh, and crystals just connects you to nature and to source. Those are some examples that I would recommend trying out um, if you are just looking to expand and to branch out. And, you know, you can try something and hate it, and that's fine. I I would not tell you to stick with something because – to stick with something if you don't like it. Um, But I would recommend trying things that you've never tried before because it could be fun and it could be um, something that you end up picking up and loving, something that brings a lot of depth into your world. Um, And I'll name them again just in case you didn't catch it. Meditation, prayer, manifestation, and scripting working with plants, 
yoga and exercise and crystals and nature. Um, again, the key thing with spiritual practices is that no one gets to define them for you. Nobody gets to define spiritual practices for you. And I was doing some research um, and I found a study from ReachOut that talks about, you know, the difference between religion and spirituality. But there are different types technically of spirituality um, and they're categorized under mystical spirituality, which um, is based around like a desire to move beyond the material world, beyond the senses, ego, all that stuff. I feel like mystical spirituality ties a lot with manifestation and crystal work and meditation. There's authoritarian spirituality, which is particularly strong um, in terms of definitions and rules. This is the soccer game, right? This is um, religion. This is practices that are tied to specific rules that can really, really help if that's what you identify with. Um, there's also intellectual spirituality. I, um, my boyfriend really connects with this type, I feel like, because it's, you know, building knowledge, understanding spirituality through analyzing history and spiritual theories, um, theology, um, really tapping into that um, intellectual aspect of it, which is beautiful. Service spirituality, which is, you know, a common form in many religious faiths as well, but it's built around serving others as a form of spiritual expression, which I think is key and is beautiful, as well as social spirituality, which is, you know, spirituality when you are in the company of others. Um, and this can be, you know, found in churches. This can be found in meditation circles, in worship circles. Um, these are all the different ways and technical definitions of spirituality, ways that you can explore it. Um, but you are not... Um, called to define it um, at all. You, you don't have to define it. No one has to define it for you. Anything that connects you to the divine life source of love, you know, whether it be a God that you call by a certain name, the essence of creation in general, that feeling when the sun touches your skin and you feel grateful and you feel present, um, the essence of simply being within yourself, um, because this God source runs within yourself and tapping into your power and all of the stuff that we talk about on this podcast connects with this. It connects with that inner power, with that inner source. Um, and anything that connects you with this, with these, with this feeling of creation, this true essence of creation and love, that is a spiritual practice, whether it looks like what others do or it doesn't. Um, and as I have begun to study like all of the spiritual practices that I utilize in my life, um, I found insanely beautiful connections between religious teachings, both Christian, um, Buddhist, others that I briefly looked into, um, but mostly Christian and Buddhist for me, um, and all the incredible ways they they tie. These religious teachings, guys, tie insanely to astrological teachings, to nature, um, science, and manifestation. Uh, and in the end, I, I believe that we're all created by the same divine life source and creator. And you know, this is the same life source that runs through each of us. It makes up our souls. You know, this is what connects us to each other and to nature. And I feel like it, it, everyone can see it. A lot, a lot of people um, tap into it in their own ways. And it's been looked into since the dawn of time. It is the meaning of life. It is that which we live for. And it is beautiful. And, you know, you can give yourself whatever, whatever title makes you comfortable, whether it's a religious title um, but in the end, you know, it, it's known by this connection is known by so many names in the world and practiced in so many ways. Um, it's not going to be the important thing is not what you identify as. As long as you can find beauty in sitting with 
and being, you know, in awe of this beautiful creation, then you have found your own spiritual practice, whatever that looks like. Um, and whether or not that intersects with religion, that pressure, you don't deserve to feel that pressure. You deserve to practice it in whatever way makes you happy, um, whatever that looks like. And I'm really excited because this episode really opens the door um, for a lot of spiritual episodes on Well and Worthy. I will be talking sometimes about astrology. P.S. There's a full moon this Friday. Look into it. It's in Virgo. It's about resetting and finding a safe space for yourself. And I think I think that astrology has a lot of really cool lessons we can learn from. Whether or not you're really into it, it has great lessons and its connections with spiritual teachings are insane. Um, I love to bring up crystals here and there, sometimes religious teachings, um, anything that I learn from personally. But I just want you all to know that no matter what I talk about on this podcast, it is a religiously and spiritually inclusive space for everyone. And I hope that everyone who listens can gain something from this podcast, no matter how you identify. Um, because in the end of the day, at the end of the day, it is not about labels in any way, in any in any area of life, really, but in spirituality, especially, it's not about labels. I don't care about religion or background. Um, I just care that you all are able to find a way that helps you express your truest self and connect to creation. Um, I'm going to end with a little quote from Psychology Today, which I loved, that says, true spirituality unites a person with his or her authentic self. And I think that that is really important. And that is the key to all of it. So that is all I have for you guys today. I hope you have a really good week. Um, happy, almost there. We're getting there. Spring break. I don't know if it's spring break for some of you. For me, spring break was last week. It's midterms. Um, but happy warm weather. We're, we're on the brink of springtime and the spring equinox is, I think, this weekend. So happy spring, everybody. Um, and I will see you next week. Ciao for now. See you next week, my loves, and remember that you are already enough just as you are.